0: hey what's going on everyone unholy raven here with the nevermore esports podcast you know we're gonna have to come up with a new uh name for this thing if this is actually going to be a thing maybe we'll stick with the whole raven and the whole nevermore theme and we'll call this big boy uh quote the raven nevermore the nevermore esports podcast or something somebody that's Smarter with these things we'll have to help a guy out here or I'll just I don't know start drinking some coffee and stay up all night and think of something. Anyways, let's do a recap, a look back at what has been going on the past week inside Nevermore Esports. We had a few Overwatch matches and we had another Apex Legends tournament and we're talking about upcoming Changes to Destiny 2 and another CSGO tournament. All this and more coming up next. So moving on to Apex Legends, the new hotness around Nevermore Esports and the rest of the gaming community. We happen to have our third tournament this past weekend, and we had 38 teams participate. It was down uh, about 10 teams from the previous week, but that's okay because, you know, we had all sorts of new teams come in and a few familiar faces as well. Um... We had another $60 prize pool available to the winners, and as I said, it was a complete success. We actually had uh, some newcomers win this time. The past couple weeks, we had a team by the name of Team Pog out of Europe win. They weren 't able to play with us this week, and that 's kind of our uh fault and it 's not theirs. They tried to stay up, but unfortunately, for our U- European gaming friends and members, playing in our tournament uh, means they got to stay up to about five a m and Team Pog was actually ready to, to go. I saw them in our Discord. I was excited to see them come to see if they could win three weeks in a row. But you know what? Sometimes you got to sleep. And when you're tired, you're tired. So they decided to to go to bed shortly after the tournament started. They just couldn't hack it. And... That allowed another European team, actually, to rise to the top and win the tournament. They said they don't care about sleep. They don't need sleep. These crazy Norwegians, you know, they're used to living up there where there's uh, no sun for many months out of the year. Or it's, you know, completely bright, uh, you know, for many months out of the year. So, yeah, they... uh, They didn't do with sleep, and they were able to come out on top. This is Team 187, newcomers uh, this week. But don't worry, Team Pog and the other 14 teams or so that played from Europe. We actually have an exciting announcement for you. Uh, We've heard your call, we've heard your cry, we've heard your complaints, we've heard your suggestions and, you know, we've, we've always wanted to do it, but now we have the information the data that, that there was you know, over a dozen of you that at least indicated you were from Europe, so we actually know that we have a few other teams that wanted to play, but then they saw that it wasn't European time, to, uh, a friendly uh, time, so they decided not to play so we're betting we can easily get that number up into the 20s, and if we advertise, um specifically to the european market we should be able to get some more europeans to play in this so this coming weekend we're going to have a more friendly timed tournament it'll be 3 p.m eastern time and depending on where you're in the over there in europe some of our uk players uh will be playing early evening and then a few hours later for our our, uh, italian and uh Let's see Austrian players, and we have uh, some Swedish and some Norwegian players. You, you know what? You guys are all over Europe, so that'll uh, be awesome for you guys. I'm happy to have you, and we're excited to be able to give you a more friendly more friendly uh, time at tournament so you guys can get, get your beauty sleep, you know, because we all need that beauty sleep. I know I do. So anyways, back to this past week's tournament. Team 187 came in first place. Those guys uh, finished round one with 35 points, just making the cutoff, actually, to continue on to round two. And then they came back in round two, and they had 48 points, beating out Team SC and O by two points. So with that said, those numbers are actually going to be changing a lot. We're not going to have winning teams in the 40s or 50s like Team Pog in the past. Those uh, numbers are going to change. Why? Because we're changing our rules. And we're changing our rules because we saw something this week that wasn't in our rules, but we don't really think it's generally fair to do. So we decided to ban this and change our rules accordingly. So we saw a team that... uh, finished in the the top it wasn't the winning team but they finished in the top uh, places when we were watching their stream and their vods they were kind of farming damage they were killing or knocking a player down running away letting him get r- risen and respawn and they're going to killing him well while knocking him down you know and let him uh <laughs> let him respawn so they kind of farmed damage it's pretty smart to be honest with you uh but at the same time, it's not really fair because while it does take a little bit of luck and a little bit of skill to be able to, you know, to do that, it's not fair to everybody if everybody isn't doing it. So we decided to remove damage moving forward. We're not going to have damage being points. Previously, for those of you that haven't participated in our Apex Legends tournament, every 500 team damage would equal one point. So we're gonna do away with that, and we're only gonna award points for kills and for placing. So we're not gonna be getting any more uh, extremely high point results in the future. I mean, I guess, I guess, uh, you know, if the stars align and somebody goes out there and gets, uh, you know, 40, 40 kills, I guess we could see, uh, I guess we could see forty again. But you no, know, that that probably won't happen. So, with the announcement that we are going to have a European time tournament, we are also going to have a rule update. The announcement will be coming out probably right around the time this podcast comes out. I'm actually recording this a couple days in advance, so this might be old news by the time you listen. Okay, I think that wraps up all of our Apex news. Uh, well,. A little breaking news, like I said, today. Today is, is Monday. I don't know when I'm going to publish this in the next couple days, but uh, Apex Legends hit 50 million users today. So if there's any doubt in your mind that this game wasn't a hit uh, for them being a month old and hitting 50 million, so pretty good, pretty good. Pretty exciting to see where this game and this, this BR title goes. All right, let's, uh, let's move on. So what's been going on around the Nevermore Esports Discord? Well, um, you know, there's been a lot of activity. We've actually grown a whole heck of a lot since last week. We're up to about 2,100 members. I actually haven't announced... Uh, that we've hit 2k members yet because our member numbers have been fluctuating a lot from the apex legends tournaments we gained tons of tons and tons of new members and usually after a tournament a handful of them leave like 30 or so and that's fine because our steady growth is just well you know what picture a graph a line graph and all sorts of dots and it starts at the bottom and it is curving straight upwards and it dips down a little bit you know just uh after a tournament and then boom it skyrockets up again then eh, it levels off a little bit then boom it skyrockets up again so growth has been phenomenal we're up to 2100 plus users now that's amazing i've applied for discord partnership fingers crossed that and I hear back in the next two weeks, and maybe I can even announce it on the podcast. That'd be amazing. Um, we have some other Discord news to talk about here as well. Papa cry, or should I say, shape a cry. So many of you are probably familiar with one of our old and very popular emotes. It was a picture of one of our. Longtime members Popcorn with a tear drop underneath his eye. Now Popcorn has been with Nevermore Esports. Well, since since the very beginning, Popcorn's been on multiple teams. I believe he was with Cardinal originally, and then he became a Cardinal captain. And then like all the other Cardinal captains, they moved on. Cardinals actually had a lot of captains uh, over the Past eight or nine months since uh Nevermore has been around. But, anyways, Popcorn eventually went over to Kaizian and he's been there ever since. And for the longest time, we've had a Papa Cry emote on our server. Well, Popcorn does what he does, and he asked us to remove the emote. And we complied because hey, we're not jerks. It's his face, right? It's his face, and if he doesn't want his face being used as an emote anymore, we can remove it. And we did. However, we had a hole, a void, if you will, that needed to be filled. Well, other memed member on our server, one of our senior staff, Shape, she stepped up to the cause and heed she did she wasn't a fan of the 99 red balloons emote that I added in her honor nor was she a fan of the shape animated emoji which is just a a shape (laughs) um, moving around it's actually really really bad but I don't know late one night I thought it was hilarious and I added it well The new favorite emote around Nevermore Esports Discord is now Shape a Cry, replacing the ever so popular Pop a Cry. I don't know if it's as good, but us staff members and friends of Shape find it hilarious. So anytime she comments on her Discord, let her know that her new icon is amazing. You love it. You love her. And she does a great job by giving her the Shape a Cry. Shape a Cry, Shape a Cry, Shape a Cry. Okay, let's talk about Overwatch. Overwatch is our bread and butter. It's where we got started. It's the most teams, it's our most members, and we're right in the middle. We're almost in the middle. We're in week three. We're in week three of an eight-week season. We've had two weeks under our belt so far, and we haven't uh, really done the greatest job communicating how our match uh, scores have been. We've been updating our standings as best as possible but our individual matches we haven't been posting them uh, as often as we want it's a lot of work to be able to do that so to kind of catch us up and get us back on track today we released a weeks one and week two kind of at a glance post to let everybody know how our last two weeks of games have gone who the winners are what the maps they played what the score was on the individual maps you can check out our website to view all of those just a quick little breakdown of some of them Bjorn in USA was the winner against uh, Four House this past week. In uh, two weeks ago, in week one, um, then we have uh, Kylan played uh, Young Bombers. Kylan won, but actually Kylan dropped out of the season after that. They fell apart as a team. They weren't able to uh, stay within uh, their their roster. They had to, you know, had people leave, and they were going to try to rebuild, and they just got too hectic for them, so they dropped out. Kylan is no longer a thing. Which honestly isn't overly surprising because Kai Land is kind of the team that was rebuilt from uh, um, Diamond Foxes, which was kind of the team that was rebuilt from Majesty Sapphire. Like they're all roughly the same people or same community people. So we've, we've kind of seen them hop around before. They're nice guys. They're nice people. We've had fun with them. Uh, they're very well uh, good players, but you know, they've, they've had some, uh, team commitment issues and, you know, and everybody has that. So not overly surprising. It sucks. And I wish them well, and maybe they'll be back for season three. If they can get these roster issues figured out, let's move on here. Wicco mode played plat attack in week one as well. And Wicco mode was the, the winner there moving on new team to the league. Dakota deadlock took on trailblazers and one, and Love Shack Gaming took on Misdeeds and won that match as well. Another another new team Lost Coyotes was the winner against Helios Chroma, which that's actually a little bit surprising. Congrats Lost Coyotes. Helios Chroma's uh, been around uh, with us for a while. Trailblazers Blue was the winner against newcomer Trestle. And Sparrow was the winner against Trailblazers Gold. Sparrow uh, has been with us for a little bit of a while longer than some of these new teams. Sparrow kind of joined the league, kind of was uh, formed during season one as a sister team, an academy team to Cardinal, before they kind of blossomed and spread out and formed their, their own uh, side affiliation, kind of not really with uh, Cardinal Uh, anymore anyways moving on new team philadelphia confusion bested new team vendetta and Kazian beat nakama Kazian uh, has been around since july one of our older teams they've gone through some changes in their roster as well as in their captain uh, leadership but they're still here they're still kicking butt and they beat new Semi-new team, Nakama. Nakama's actually been with us for a while, but um, not all of their players have been there for a while. This team was rebuilt from one of our beloved teams from the very beginning, team Azure. And Azure, um, you know, when they uh, folded some of their members, two of them, uh, namely Waller and... Uh, knick mole boy Nick knack that I've known for almost a year. Another, uh, another two weeks, I think. It'll be a year that I've known knick-knack. That's insane. Anyways, those guys uh, formed a new team, Nakama, and Nakama was our Season 1 Division 3 winners, but they were not able to beat Kaizen uh, this time around. I'm actually curious to watch these guys play against each other in the future. Moving on, the Air Force Academy Falcons bested team va- fatality that's right the air force academy that's right nevermore esports has a team that's in the air force these Flyboys also play overwatch pretty damn cool huh all right so congrats to them beating the uh, new team uh, fatality as well um moving on canned goods bested ramen renegades and that's it for week one. Let's uh, quickly go over week two here. Love Shack Gaming. Love Shack Gaming beat uh, Wicko Mode in week two. Love Shack. Uh, Bjorn in the USA. I guess I could sing that too. Kind of, you know, Born in the USA. But we're not going to put you guys through that. Bjorn in the USA bested... Uh, kylan okay so after that match is when kylan disbanded all right all right all right nakama came back and beat the young bombers last week trailblazers bested four house team glitch won their match against fatality now team glitch is a team that's been with us for a while too they were here in season one but back then they were called husky hurricanes and then fast forward a few months after that they were called shoreline esports and then at the end of that identity crisis they came back again now is team glitch loving the rebrands guys you're getting better and uh team glitch sounds pretty damn cool i mean husky hurricanes was nice but i like glitch i like it. a lot of cool things you guys could do with that branding wise let's move on here uh sparrow bested kestrel plat attack On top of Philadelphia Confusion, not to be confused with Philadelphia Fusion. That will be a match. Plat Attack versus Philadelphia Fusion. I wonder who would win. I wonder who would win. Uh, Trailblazers. I'm sorry. Trailblazers Blue bested Ramen Renegade. And Vendetta bested Nakama Academy. And let's see. uh, The Air Force Academy Falcons played against canned goods and... Knocked them out of the water. Our beloved KZN played against Helios Diem. Helios Diem is another team that uh, has been around us for a around with us for a long time. And Helios Diem did not come out on top against their match this time. Misdeeds played Helios Chroma. Helios Diem and Helios Chroma are actually uh, academy. They're a parent and academy teams. I guess that is the the parent team and the academy team. The, the main team and the Academy team. I don't know what uh, the, the correct terminology for that is. It's not a parent-child. So I guess it would be main team and Academy. I don't know. Anyways, uh, and that wraps up all of the games for uh, week two in nevermore esports league so we're going to hope to bring you more of these kind of updates you know kind of the the sporting style updates in the podcast as time goes on and from time to time we're going to get with some of the casters and try to give you a more uh, in-depth overview of some of the matches that they've casted over the past week so thanks for tuning in and let's move on to a little bit of general overwatch news So, new Overwatch hero Baptiste has gone to the PTR, the Patch Test Realm. And he's pretty cool. So, Baptiste is a new support hero. Uh, Last time we had a new hero added, Hero 29, that was uh, Ash. Previously, before that, Hero 28 was wrecking ball, and then before that brigida and you know and uh, and Moira, and you know, all that good stuff. anyways, so now we're back to adding another support hero, and it's Baptiste. Baptiste, uh, he's a difficulty level three hero. and as a support player myself, Loves me some Baptiste. I played him on the PTR. He's a lot of fun. He has uh, some neat mechanics to him. So he has these exo boots where if you hold down crouch for one second, it powers up his boots. And then when you, when you jump, uh, well, he jumps really high. And depending on how long you hold the crouch down is uh, how high he jumps. And once you're done crouching, you have about one second. Actually, I think it is exactly one second until uh, that, like, build up pent up energy is released or you lose it so you can crouch down for a second stand up and you don't have to immediately jump but you have a second before that uh, ability uh, goes away now he has a uh, biotic um, launcher uh his weapon his main weapon it fires a three burst shots they actually do a lot of damage because they can do headshots so that rewards precision but the cool thing about that since he's a healer It's a, uh, his alternate fire with that is a grenade launcher, but it's a healing grenade launcher, right? So it has splash damage and this, uh, splash damage goes out and heals, uh, people in a, in a radius. Um, I believe the, uh, the, the radius is, uh, let me look here. I thought I had that here. Did I have that here? Um, I have the rate of fire, the ammo, the ammo usage, the reload time. Oh, I'm looking at, you know what, you have to read, I'm looking at the wrong thing. So the healing is 60, it has a 3 meter uh, area of effect radius, so it has a a decent size uh, bit of splash damage, or splash healing, I guess, not not so much damage, splash healing, and it it heals for 60, which isn't uh, bad at all. Uh, It has a pretty fast shot, and it holds 10 of these grenades. And the uh, the damage side of it, the bullets. Like I said, it's a three bursts at a time, and it holds. Uh, it it shoots three at a time, and it has forty five um, in the magazine. So, whenever you would reload one, it actually reloads the other. So if you're all out of healing, and then you switch over and you're firing, if you would uh, reload. You would actually reload both, so you don't have to like reload one at a time. Uh, moving on to some of his other abilities, he has a regenerative burst. It's kind of where he like gr- he, you know puts his arms in the air, kind of like, Rah! and he squats down. And when he gets angry, like you know when he he, he does his uh, his mean grunt, he heals people in a uh, in another area of effect. This area of effect is a little bit larger than the splash damage healing than the splash healing. Um, it uh, it's a ten meter meter radius but this is a hot it's a heal uh, over time so it does 30 healing per second up to a maximum of 150 and it lasts for five seconds and you can do this every 15 seconds so if you're you're around other players you can do your uh, regenerative heal and then they can run away. They don't have to stay beside you to continue with that hot to continue that heal over time. So that's pretty cool and that's actually how Baptiste can heal himself because he's he's kind of like Ana where he doesn't uh regenerate health over time like Lucio does or uh like um actually because guess Lucio doesn't really so much regenerate, he kind of stands in his own healing. Or does he regenerate? I don't know. Anyways, uh Mercy regenerates and Zen regenerates a shield and you know things like that. So he doesn't really heal himself unless he does his rawr regenerative rawr. his uh his flash grenade does not heal himself. Now he has some really interesting abilities uh, besides those, if you don't think those are cool. He has an immortality field, which basically puts up like a little drone that has two hundred and fifty hit points, and the people that are standing right next to him in this six meter radius Won't die. They'll get down to about uh, 10% health, I believe, and won't die. So you can do damage to them and almost kill them, but once they get a 10% health, they're not going to take any more damage. So this is a great thing to put up. You know, when there's like a diva bomb going off and you first can't get out, your team can't get out of the way, or a rip tire's coming in, you can't get out of the way, or someone's getting ready to do a grab combo on you for whatever reason, you can't get away. You can put this down, and no matter what happens, you're not going to die unless they kill the 250 hit point drone and the the, immortality field goes away. Uh, But he can do this ability every 20 seconds. So there's a lot of really cool things you're going to be able to do with this. You know, And uh, I was saying 10%, but it looks like, now that I was doing that thing where you read, it looks like it says 20% on the Overwatch uh, Gamepedia wiki. Uh, I thought it was 10%, but I guess it's 20%. My bad for that. Now his alt ability is really cool. His alt ability is another... Uh, like, wall-type matrix uh, thing. So it's Immortality Field and Amplification Matrix. The Amplification Matrix does exactly what it says it's going to do. It amplifies all of the things. So this little wall comes up, similar to how you put down a May wall, where you can change its orientation, but only this, you can shoot through it and heal through it, and you want to, because it... Wait for it. It amplifies. You know, kind of like the name. So it amplifies... uh, everything done by a thousand. So you're doing a thousand percent more healing. You're doing a thousand percent more damage. So you would put this up, let's say, in front of a, a Roadhog or a uh, Reinhardt or Rissa or somebody real quick. And boom, you shoot through there. They're going to they're gonna get melted. They're going to die instantly. Or if you need to do a shit ton of, of healing, uh, you put this down and your healers can heal through. And anything that goes through it, like I said, it is amplified a thousand percent. It's amazing uh this lasts um for about eight seconds and its max range is 35 meters so you can't put it uh extremely far away and uh and you know use it at a long distance you i mean 35 meters is pretty long so you can do it you could put it i guess back by your widow if your widow is within 35 meters and your widow or your mccree or your ash or something could sit there and pretty much one shot everybody i guess so it's gonna well, one shot everybody unless they're standing in the immortality field from an opposing uh, baptiste right so yeah there's gonna be a lot of interesting um gameplay with baptiste and as a support player i'm excited to try some of these out and if you want to try it out before it hits live go ahead and download the ptr and go ahead and head over there and check it out otherwise uh it'll be hitting live servers here in a couple weeks and for all you uh nevermore esports overwatch seasonal players we have a change in our rules compared to last season you will be able to play the the new uh hero baptiste as well as his new map um paris whenever they hit live in comp so whenever they are in comp mode in competitive mode in normal overwatch games in competitive mode we will allow them to be picked and played and chosen in our normal seasonal play so that'll usually take a few weeks after it hits live servers is it like two weeks or something like that i believe so uh, we'll let you guys know but that is coming so you want to check those out And that really wraps it up for Baptiste. If you're a support player, let us know uh, what you're excited for. And if you're not a support player, let us know what you're excited for too with these immortality and amplification matrixes. Thanks for tuning in. So once again, this has been Unholy Raven, and this is the Nevermore Esports Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. You can find us on all of your favorite podcast networks, such as Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, yeah, like, no, actually, we're not on Apple iTunes yet. Uh, we will be on iTunes here shortly. Apple takes like 600 years uh, to approve things. Once it's approved, it'll be on iTunes for all you iPhone users, but you can also check us out on radio podcasts, like pretty much every popular place that podcasts exist, like Pocket Casts as well, Spotify, like all those places. We are actually there. So we are everywhere that you want to listen to us. We're there or going to be there. Check us out on social media at Nevermore Nation, and I'll catch you guys on the Flippy Flop. Later.